Welcome to the Living by Design podcast. I am so grateful that you are here. My name is Devani. I am a social worker turned holistic life coach. It is my mission to empower you to slow down and intentionally create your life by design. I am here to support you in releasing the limiting beliefs that have been holding you back, stepping into the truest version of who you are, getting crystal clear on what you want, and taking aligned action to create a lifestyle that lights you up. Let's dive in. All right. Good morning, Erin. Thanks so much for being here with me. I am so, so excited to chat with you today. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about you? Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So hello, you guys. I'm so glad to be here with you today. I am a mindset and a manifestation coach. I am also a mama, a wife. I have three kiddos at home, and I have been running my own businesses for the last five years, um, and specifically in the online coaching space for the last couple of years. Um, And I focus mostly on mindset, energy, manifestation, uh, getting soul naked, which you'll probably hear as we navigate this conversation, and really just stepping into the highest version of yourself to manifest the abundance that you desire in your life and business. Beautiful. Yeah. I've been working with Erin for a little while and all of that, she embodies all of that and it's incredible, (laughs) incredible. So I'm so excited to have you here. Today, we're going to be focusing on talking about how to release the hustle mentality. And we're going to be diving into identity and how to reprogram some of those connections that we have related to needing to hustle and our identity. And we're definitely going to make sure that we give you plenty of practical strategies to take home and start practicing today. So let's dive right in. Erin, tell me just what your thoughts are on the idea that as successful entrepreneurs, as successful healers, coaches, um, just this grind that we get into, like doing, doing, doing the hustle, always having like this never ending to-do list. Is that something that you've seen? Yeah. I love this question because I know this so deeply on both sides because I've been on both sides of this. I've also seen this so often with my clients as well. Um, in trying to keep this brief, I'll just give you a little bit of a background, but I went to college full-time. I worked full-time, had kids at the same time. Like all I ever knew was the hustle. Um, And that really became my identity. Like I, in the beginning, associated that with the more you do, the harder you work, the more benefits you'll reap, the more worthy you are. Like all of those mind Fs that we as driven, ambitious women have. And so then when I started my business, I think I had a vision and an idea in my head that it would be different and it was in ways, but I fell back into that same trap. And I see that with a lot of women. They have this, this vision of having a passion fueled soul aligned business and they're going to do all these really beautiful things. And then what happens is when they, you know, start really getting into their business, they fall back in that grind hustle get misaligned and they're, they're beginning to build their business from a place that's completely out of alignment with the reason that they started it in the first place. And that's where you see people hustle, grind, spinning their wheels, banging their head against the wall, sometimes finding a lot of success, but feeling completely drained because the reality is we're after a core feeling. We're not necessarily after 
tangible things. And so if we become misaligned with the feelings that we want to have in our business, we start to feel like, why am I even doing this? And I think that that hustle comes up for a lot of women when they, or I'm sorry, that struggle comes up for a lot of women when they are hustling and grinding and experiencing that. Yeah. I love what you said about like they're pursuing a core feeling, mm-hmm. right? Can we dive more into that? Cause I think that's absolutely true. And I know that's something that you talk a lot about and something that's really resonated with me personally, like that yeah. we're, we're pursuing the core feeling when really like we can create that core feeling first and then the tangible will come from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, And for me in the beginning, I knew from an aligned place that I was after a core feeling, right? I had quit my corporate job, started my business from a place of really wanting to find myself, wanting to find my passion, my purpose, wanting to help women and all of this stuff. But then what happens is we start chasing a tangible thing. We start saying, oh, the money, the success, the number of clients, the, 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 percentage at which my business is growing and we're chasing these tangible things rather than aligning with the feeling first, like saying, okay, because we think those things are going to give us that feeling and we have it quote unquote ASS backwards, right? Right. In fact, we need to choose the feeling first, align with that, get our belief and our energy behind that core feeling, like cultivate that right now, which we can talk about strategies to do that. And then from there, we take aligned action. And then we manifest the results that we want in our life and our business at a much more rapid pace. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And we'll definitely go into practices about how to create that. Cause I think that's so true. Like, of course we, we go into this wanting the soul aligned business, like you talk about, and then we start to focus more on the outcomes and focus more on, um, like what's, what's in our physical reality. And that's something that I actually shared about the other day was this idea of like, it's yes, it's so important for us to have the goals, right. To have the vision, but at the same time, like pull it back for a second and really think about like, what do you want the journey to be like? Like, what are your intentions along the way? What do you want to feel and experience along the way? instead of just focusing on those kind of quantifiable pieces. Yeah, totally. And I always say that I set intentions and I set goals because I do believe, I believe goals are like, we deserve goals. We deserve to have benchmarks and we deserve to, to set these, you know, tangible things for ourselves, but we need to then set them believe that they're possible and then essentially release them. Because if we have utter faith and belief that of course they're going to happen, then we get to release the how, we get to release the when, which are actually blocks and barriers to us, you know, achieving those. And we get to focus on the now. We get to focus on cultivating the feelings along the way. There was actually a girl in my mastermind that was saying this morning, I've been feeling misaligned and I realized it was because I started to make it about the results and the money again. Mm. And I forgot about the service for a moment. And I thought that was really profound because many of us catch ourselves doing that. And then all of a sudden we have that, oh my gosh, I have to hustle more. Oh my gosh, this isn't enough. Oh my gosh, do, 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 do. And we forgot why we started in the first place. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's super powerful. And I feel like that's such an easy thing to fall into. And I think that's why practices, like I'm sure what we're going to talk about and just realigning and tuning in and slowing down all of the time are so valuable to make sure that we're coming from that space of being aligned, right? And of being service and value oriented, which from that, then everything else will flow, right? Yeah, 100%. Yes. I love that. Okay. Um, so do you have any other thoughts on like how we can sometimes entangle like who we are, our identity with the hustle? And I know for myself, um, that's something that definitely kind of similar to what you said, like just for years, years and years, like the grind is all that I knew. And so it has genuinely been such an intentional, um, and I've had to be so consistent in this journey of releasing that hustle, releasing the grind, allowing myself to slow down and relax. Um, so if you have any other thoughts on like how we kind of entangle some of our pieces of our identity with that. Yeah. And I totally, we do put our identity. I mean, culturally, socially, how we were raised, everything that was modeled for us was your identity is in tangible things. I mean, your identity is in, it's achievement based. It is, you know, when you're little, how hard are you working on your homework? What are the grades that you're getting on your test? You know, how hard are you working at sports? Are you the one, like for me, I swam in high school and it was like, I wore it like a badge of honor that I got up at 5am and I swam before school every day. And not that there's anything wrong with any of those practices. Like I enjoyed that, but what I was always praised for that. Right. And then that kind of becomes our identity and nobody does that with the intention of like, Oh, well, this is the only reason that you're worthy. But when that's ingrained in your brain over and over again, socially in your family, culturally, we see it. Um, we begin to adopt that as how we I mean, how we essentially own our identity and how we, you know, we, we've been conditioned to, I have to prove this now. I have to prove this. I have to wear this like a badge of honor. It's like this martyr syndrome of like, you know, the struggle bus is a badge of honor. The more I struggle, the more I'm worth, the more than I can receive the things. When if we just remove the idea and it takes deconditioning, it takes, you know, reprogramming work and it takes a level of consciousness that a lot of people I don't want to say a lot of people don't tap into, but it takes work to tap into. It takes Absolutely. willingness to see yourself on a different level to be able to see like, oh, this is how I'm associating this. This means this to me right now. I don't, I don't, it doesn't need to mean that I can shift this. And then reframing those to, to remove the idea that the struggle bus or that the hustle or that the more I do, the more I'm worth. And see, the thing is, I believe that we can still take the action and I still work long days sometimes. I still get up early sometimes, but I don't do it from a place of I have to do this to prove myself. I do it from a place of passion and excitement and it feels like aligned work. It feels like passion-fueled work, right? And then of course I incorporate play and all the things into my life, which is the reason I started my business in the first place. So right. my identity is no longer rooted in all the things that I do. Sorry, that was my speaker turning off. <laughs> Okay. I think the huge, yeah, a huge thing that you said too, a couple things is that definitely like working ourselves down to, right, just working so hard is definitely glorified. And at the same time, something that you said that stood out to me was like, 
what is my intention in this? So you said that sometimes you do work longer days, right? Sometimes you do wake up early or whatever that looks like for you. However, the intention behind it, right? And taking the time. And that again is why it's so important to like slow down to be able to tune in and to ask yourself intentionally, what is my intention with this? Am I, am I doing this from a place of, oh, I have to do this? Or am I doing this from a space of this feels really aligned for me? And so I'm going to step forward and do it. Well, right. Yeah, absolutely. As like, why am I doing this? Right. I don't think that, I think that that gives us the answers to so many things that we think. If we just simply continue to ask ourselves like, why? Well, why am I doing this? What's my intention behind this? Well, if I do this, then I think that I've proven my worth and then of course clients will come. Well, let's reframe that because that energy is scarce, funky energy. And the reality is, is that sometimes that works. I'm not going to say it doesn't work in all cases, but it works in a non-sustainable way, right? That's why you see a lot of really successful entrepreneurs like a year, two years, two and a half years into their business saying, okay, now I'm focusing on my health journey. Now I'm focusing more on my spiritual journey because they hit a wall and realize that like, I can't sustain this. This is not sustainable. And the reality is it doesn't have to be that way. There's plenty of people that have shown that it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be like that and get to a point where you're completely burnt out and then you make the pivot. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you're a great, you're a great example of that. You know, just everything that you share and that you talk about and that you embody is all about integrating, integrating the play and the fun and the love and the, right, all of those things. And it seems like that's a huge part of what's allowing you to create a, a scaling and sustainable business. For sure. And I believe yeah. that like, I did it the other way. And I have a story where I completely just like hit a wall in my previous business where I was like, I would be sitting up at the computer at night, like totally not acknowledging my husband and not from a place. I mean, I was at work. Um, but at the same time, there were parts of my life that were like faltering, if you will. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm not willing to do that. And the reality was it wasn't what I was doing. I was doing all the things. It was who I was being and I needed to work on the soul alignment and the mindset behind it and the spiritual practices. And the minute I did that, it was like, boom, like income catapulted, just like all kinds of things shifted. That's incredible. So let's dive into the reprogramming and some of the practices that we can use or that you use um, to really shift over into releasing that grind, releasing the hustle. And I love that you shared that you've been in that place, right? And I think that so many of us have been in that place um, and that obviously it can even start to sneak up in seasons, right? Um, and so, totally. so let's talk about like, how we can reprogram, release that need to grind, to hustle, um, to feel like we can be successful. So releasing that, um, yeah, just what are, what are some of your thoughts or some ways that you would suggest people reprogram that for themselves or start moving towards releasing that? Yeah. Well, I think one of the things, and one of the things I run, um, I think you and I've probably done it, but one of the things I run, um, I've run a lot of my mastermind and one-on-one -on -one clients through is like, let's break our life down into four areas when we set our intentions and set our goals, right? And we can look at what we value. So it's like, these are the four areas I pick. It can be individual, but these make sense to me mm -hmm. is 
um, self and spirituality, business and finances, relationships, and then health and wellness. And right when we look at our life from this holistic, you know, perspective, what have you done in all of those four areas? And like when you kind of take that inventory, you can look at like, oh, holy crap, like health and wellness hasn't gotten anything from me. You know, like Mm -hmm. I've gone to the gym once in the last 30 days or I've gone on a gratitude walk, never. You know what I mean? You can like, when you take inventory, then you can actually see like, well, this makes a lot of sense, right? Everything is focused here. Everything is focused here. Why is that? And then you can say to yourself, okay, what do I value? Like as the highest version of me, right? As the highest version of me who's able to have the really successful business and also able to love her life. The synergy of that, what do I value? Well, I value date nights with my husband every week and I value having normal, quote unquote, normal work hours where I work from 10 to five or flexible work hours where I work in the morning and then I kind of have the day and then I come back at night. Like you really have to look at what do you actually want and then stick to it. I was listening to a book on Audible last night and it was talking about one of his clients was a consultant for philanthropists, I believe. And she set the intention when she started her business that she did not want to work Fridays. Friday was a day that she spent with her five-year-old son, period. Well, she had a potential client. It was a $350,000 deal for six months of consulting and they wanted her every Friday. And she said no. And you know, it was just, I got chills when I heard that because it was like, wow, they ended up coming back and, you know, saying, we'll take you on the date. We'll take you on your condition. So she ended up getting it anyway, but it was just that, that boundary of saying, you know, this is how I want it to look as the highest version of me. This is how it would look. And I'm going to stay within those boundaries that I've created for myself. Um, I would say that that's one thing. And I would say like, once you figure out what it is that you value and how you want things to look and be really radically honest with yourself, you know, a lot of times we say, oh, well, I want it to look this way, but it'll eventually look this way when I get to this level. It's like, no, it won't because you are setting yourself up where these are the conditions under which you operate. And if you think you're going to get to some elusive place and that's going to change, that's not true. It's like anything. You have to start now before you're ready and then it will evolve because you have created essentially, I don't want to say the confines, but you've created the parameters under which it will evolve. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love what you said about being really honest with yourself. Cause I feel like sometimes we, um, we come into things and we think that we have the vision, right. And then maybe we start living it and we're like, Ooh, this actually is not what I want, or this actually isn't working for me. So tuning in again and getting radically honest with yourself about, okay, what do I value? And I love that exercise that you shared about looking at what do I want these areas of my life to look like? And that's something that I walk people through as well is like, what do you want these areas of your life to look like? And then from that, let's look at what are the practices, excuse me, that you need to engage in, that you need to create the boundaries that you need to create, right. To then create that vision that you have, but being really honest with yourself because I, and I love what you shared too, about like what works for one person may not be at all what another person wants, like as in work hours or, you know, um, anything like that, like routines, practices, everyone is different and has different desires for those areas of their lives. Totally. And we're all designed differently. And when we get radically honest with ourselves, you know, we're able to see from a higher perspective, a higher level of consciousness, like, 
what does this look like for me now? What does this look like for somebody else? And one question I ask people a lot, and this might be helpful to your audience is like, what thoughts are disagreeing with my desires? So then like, maybe you evaluate that you take that inventory, you're looking at where, you know, where you're completely not giving any energy and focus and attention to, and that's out of alignment for you. So you look at that and inevitably limiting beliefs and thoughts will come up, right? You'll say, Ooh, I'm going to spend a little bit more energy and focus and time on my health and at the gym and whatever, you know, that would make me feel like the energetic entrepreneur I want to be. And then the limiting beliefs and thoughts come up. Well, Oh, if I go to the gym and take two hours out of my day to, you know, prep my food or whatever, I, my business is going to fall apart. I'm not going to have time for this, this, and that, right? Like these things come up. And even though they're not quote unquote, like rational thoughts, we genuinely believe this because we want to be safe, you know, and we have, we have limiting beliefs. So where are my thoughts disagreeing with my desires? Write all those down and look at them, question them. You know, you know, the big secret in all of that is that oftentimes those beliefs aren't even yours. If you dig into those they have been passed down from when you were a child, modeled to you by your parents, people that you admired, right? Like that's the power of subconscious reprogramming is looking at the fact that we have these limits and beliefs around how we get to create success for ourselves based on modeled behavior that we eventually accepted as true and filed away in our subconscious vault, quote unquote, right? And um, so it's really cool to look at that and say, oh, well, that came from here and it's not even mine. And then we get to disprove and disassociate ourselves from it and create an entirely new way of thinking. And it takes repetition, but like, that's the process. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said about like being willing to question it because Mm -hmm. exactly like what you said, these things have been programmed for years and years and years. And so it's, it's things that we don't even question anymore. We just believe to be true. So when we're willing to question them and think, is there another way? Could there be another way? Could I possibly believe another way? Right. And then, like you said, reinforcing that, um, you know, with various practices, what would be one of your suggestions? And we can kind of finish up on this note. What would be, one of your like favorite practices to share related to if people feel like, oh my gosh, I do have these limiting beliefs coming up around me taking time for myself, for my health, for my relationships, what would be one of your suggestions? Ask me that again. In other words. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Um, so, so say that you have a client who says, Oh my gosh, I really want to do these things. I really want to take time for myself, but all of these limiting beliefs are coming up around. Am I still going to make the same amount of money? Am I still going to be able to grow my business if I'm taking a little more time for my own well being? Yeah. So, I mean, I would have them write down all the thoughts that tell them that they can't have a successful business if they do it this way. Like, I, I want to know what's going on in their brain because the only way I can help is I don't believe in like teaching you a, a, a specific way to like reframe this until I know, until I can pull out what's inside of you, right? Yeah. So if you could tell me like, what are all the things that are coming up or what is like the main belief that you have that if I take time away from my business, then this will happen. It's usually an if this, then that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If I do this, then that will happen. And then literally sometimes I'll just look at people and be like, do you want to believe that? Right. It's not even like, is that true? Cause I don't believe that there's truth, right? There's only the truth that you believe it's all perception. So like, do you want to believe that? 
Well, no. And that in itself is a radical, radical shift Mm -hmm. to literally think about like, okay, there isn't necessarily a right or a wrong. Do you want to believe that? Like, do you want to believe that for your life? And then from there, that's what's going to create the truth in your life, right? That's what's going to create. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. And how powerful are you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's another huge thing that we could go into for a whole nother episode. Right. Um, okay. Awesome. Erin, thank you so, so, so much for being here. How can people find you? And then I will also drop it below so people can just click links. Um, but where would you like people to find you? For sure. Thank you so much for having me. That was a great conversation. Um, you guys can find me on all the social channels. I have a free community on Facebook, soul naked CEOs. Um, you can find me Instagram and Facebook. It's Erin Nicole Call or Erin Nicole Call Coaching.com. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much, Erin. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your IG story, and make sure to tag me. Also, head down to the show notes and get access to my freebie library with tons of goodies to get you started in creating your life by design. Until next time, my love, now get out there and start intentionally creating your life by design.